Hello everyone and welcome to the Football News Podcast. My name is Bryson Collins. And as you do not know because this is the first podcast episode, we will be talking about football. As in, we will be talking about college football, which doesn't have that much going on right now. We'll talk about the NFL Heck, we might even talk about some high school football, college recruits, and NFL scouts. But a bit of information about me would be that I am one of the biggest Bengals fans out there, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not old enough to get season tickets. Um, but I have a lot of Bengals decoration and I also am a big Ohio State fan so I am one of those up north guys I do not like Michigan bless their soul and uh, um, that's basically it for the football teams how this podcast will go I will be talking about breaking news I will talk about college or NFL players that I think have a real shot to be a superstar in the pros. I will talk about a lot of different discussions like polls. I will have questions. I will have stuff to talk about basically from all of the people listening. Alright, let's now talk about Kyler Murray. You know, at first... I did not like this pick at number one for the Cardinals. You know, I thought Josh Rosen had the thing on the back. But then I was thinking about it one night. And um, I thought it was one of the best picks the Cardinals could have ever made. And let me tell you why. First of all, the Cardinals, well, they don't have an offensive line. Okay? And as we know, Kyler Murray can run. He's 5'10". Is the only concern I have with him is not being able to. But then again, you have to look at Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. They both are very successful, and Russell Wilson has played behind some of the worst O lines ever. And uh, to me, for right now, you've got to be a success. You need a successful quarterback in Arizona, or else that team's going nowhere. Same with any other team. But it really made sense because if since the O-line is so bad, Kyler Murray can just take off and run with it. right? Because of that bad O-line, if he collapsed, he has the direct information to just roll out in the pocket, find a lane, and just take off straight away. Which makes total sense because if he doesn't get pressured, he can throw a deep ball. And at Oklahoma, he had over a thousand rushing yards, which is probably more than Tom Brady has in his whole career. And um, you know, if he keeps if he plays the way he did in air in Oklahoma, at Oklahoma, this dude will be successful in Arizona because of the battle line. You know, you can't really build a team around a pocket-passing quarterback who can't, can barely run like Tom Brady. He would not succeed because he can't escape and run. 
same with Josh Rosen. He probably could escape and take off. But Kyler Murray has that ability to just take off and run. He can run long. He can run touchdowns. He knows how to play. And if any other team would have taken him, I bet they would have converted him to a receiver or a running back, kind of like a Braxton Miller sort of thing. But we can't really compare Kyler to Braxton Miller. But anyways, let's talk about GMs. I did a poll on Instagram, and if you don't know what the Instagram is, please go follow NFL News 419. Again, that is at NFL News 419. There is no Twitter yet. I am working on that. But that one of the questions was, if you could become a GM of any team, general manager of any team, which general, which team would you choose? And my choice was the Dolphins. Yes, the Miami Dolphins. One of the reasons being that if, like, they need quarterback, they need receivers because of the Jarvis Landry has been gone now for a year. They need, they got, um, they get Minka Fitzpatrick in the draft a couple of years ago. And, you know, it'd be a fun team to, you know, rebuild. And I say that with quotation marks. Because they're not really a team that you can rebuild. You know, it kind of sucked that they didn't get a quarterback in the draft. Because I don't know how well Josh Rogan and Ryan Fitzpatrick would do in Miami. Just to the constraints of their offensive line. And their offensive line isn't bad, but it's also not the best. And your offensive line is basically the lifeblood of your offense. If they can't protect, then you can't make plays unless you've got, you know, like a guy of Carl Murray. Kyle Murray, not Carl Murray. And, um, you know, and you have to keep taking these steps. And it'd be just an interesting time now in Miami. Just because of the way their offense works. And they've got a new coach in Ryan Flores. They got rid of... Adam Gase, which I thought was an amazing decision, but as you know, Adam Gase is now in New York, which brings me back to another topic about a GM. The Jets have fired their general manager just a couple of days ago, and Adam Gase has taken over, and they're still currently looking for a general manager. Which would be surprising if they can't get one, because if they can't get one, then Adam Gase might just have to take control over the season, or they'll have to step an owner up for the season. And that could lead to an interesting couple of free agency moves. You know, they just traded Darren Lee to the Chiefs a couple days ago, I'd say about a week ago. But it's interesting without... With all the G general managers out there. Anyways, now let's talk about Gerald McCoy, a nine-year veteran for the Buccaneers, just got cut recently from the Bucks, probably due to age. And there has been some teams now that are interested in Gerald McCoy, and it could become one of the a big bidding war. And uh, Joe Mixon from the Cincinnati Bengals, I follow him. He tweeted 
on the NFL's page that the he tagged the Bengals, basically notifying that he wants Gerald McCoy, and he thought he, that Gerald McCoy could make a big impact, which also leads to the Indomitian Sioux signing former Ram, former Dolphin. Indomitian Sioux. He was just signed by the Bucks. So the Bucks tra basically trading out Gerald McCoy, bringing in Ndamukong And Ndamukong with that defense, with Villadavea to his side, they could create some disruption. You know, Villadavea had a decent rookie season. Not one of the best that you would expect. But uh, this year, it could be different. It could, you know lead to some great things down in Tampa with Bruce Arians. Also, about Bruce Arians. Um, he's an offensive guy. Uh, he took the Cardinals to the NFC Championship back in 15. And that Cardinals team was a great team. I, th I thought it was one of the best going into the locker room with all for nothing on Amazon. It was an amazing, amazing season. The Cardinals and Bruce Arians, and I, Bruce Arians had a lot to do with that. So if Bruce Arians can come in and take control over the Buccaneers, I think that would have been the best coaching decision that anyone could have made with Bruce Arians. He is a great coach in the NFL. Alright, we will wrap everything up here with the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a trend I want to do. I want to wrap everything up with some of my favorite teams, you know, like Ohio State and um, the Bengals, obviously, and some other teams who have interesting stories. I will wrap them up with, but today I'm going to start with the Bengals. The Bengals are turning into being an interesting offseason. Not too much moves on free agency, but with new head coach Zach Taylor, this could be one of the most interesting teams this year in the NFL 100 season and uh, you know, the Bears they have Andy Dolan at QB1 not the greatest as yet but they also do have Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd is becoming a star, John Ross could potentially do something, Tyler Eifert could stay healthy and help you know, they drafted Jonah Williams over Dwayne Hackett, which I thought was an amazing move to help out the offensive line. And uh, Corey Glenn just moved to inside guard to let Jonah Williams play left tackle. And, um, you know, on defense, they have William Jackson and Don and Preston Brown. They resigned. And, uh, you know, they didn't attack outside linebackers as much as I like them. They still have the base who had a terrific offseason and rookie year with the Bengals. And uh, they also have a guy named Geno Atkins who will possibly be a possible Hall of Famer one day. It's not noted yet, but potentially could be one in the making. If he plays, you also got Carlos Dunlap and Sam Hubbard who also had a great rookie season in my opinion. They have Drake Kirkpatrick, a veteran at corner, 
And, you know, they got rid of Vontez, which will help some problems on concussions for him and uh, penalties for the Bengals, a good move by Zach Taylor. To have one of the biggest coaching staff in the NFL, Zach Taylor, head coach, he wanted the positions to make everything seem okay. And the Bengals, you know, they could become a playoff team. They could be one of the most surprising teams, in my opinion. But that's only because they, you know, they started 4-1. and one, And then went on to go 5-3 and three in their bye week. And then, you know, it went downhill because all of the injuries were happening like bing, bang, boom. Nothing would stop the injuries. We just went on an injury spree. I should say they. I can't say really we because I'm not a part of the team. But, you know, it's what, it is what it is. You never know in the NFL. But uh, they could be a shocking team. The Browns would be a fun battle to watch. The Steelers, we have a, the Bengals should have a chance to beat the Steelers. And the Ravens will be interesting to watch, too. In the AFC North, we have no. I have no idea how good they're going to be. But they did add Mark Ingram to the running back core. They have Lamar Jackson at QB1, which is an interesting decision. I don't know how much I would have trust in Lamar Jackson. But Ryan Finley, drafted in the fourth round, the second pick of the fourth round by the Bengals, he will be an NFL star. You know what? Mark my words. I'm saying he's going to be an NFL star. Okay. He's going to be a surprise QB. So many surprises with the Bengals that are happening right now. But Ryan Finley is the main guy I like on this Bengals team. He is a great leader. He has great accuracy. He's got a great spiral. He could potentially be a great NFL player in the future this time. It'll take a couple years for him to get used to the offense, but if the Bengals have enough trust in him as I do. I, I think he's going to be a star. He is a sleeper right now behind Jeff, Jeff Driscoll, most likely. Or he could be second string. Nobody really knows up to this point, but it's just it's a good step in the right direction for the Bengals. But uh, that will do it now for the Football News Podcast 419. Uh, this is Episode 1. I'm Bryson Collins. And I will be back with episode two in about a week's time. Thank you for listening, for all you listeners out there. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week. I'll see you next week.